What do you call cheese by itself? Provolone. <laughs> Welcome to Dads Being Dads with your hosts, Randy and Jason. It's Tuesday, September 30th, and we got a show for you tonight. Uh, trying something new tonight. You're not going to hear my chair squeak, not even once, and you know why? Oh, you guys are standing, but I've, I've, I'm a little worried that you're going to bang into the desk and the microphone's going to move around. Well, I don't, I don't, yeah, okay, so. And you're kind of far away from it. Am I too far away from it? I mean, all right, hang on, I'm going to move it out. Here we go. Boom, all right, that's good. Now oh, I can, it. Yeah. it's better. All right. Yeah. So, the reason being, I was listening to, do you know what, you ever, uh, T-Boy, ever see that show or Snacks Daily? No idea what you're talking about. Okay, there's a podcast, Tim and Nick. Uh, anyways, these two guys, and they're actually on vacation this week, but they talked about um, their podcast. They're like, they used to be bankers, and now they do this fa- this financial podcast that got picked up by Robinhood. And I don't even this part I don't understand. But like, basically, I had a podcast, then somebody bought it out, so they somehow I don't know how somebody buys a podcast, but we're for sale if anybody wants to throw us an <laughs> offer. Um, I, I don't know, like they made revenue or something, or maybe they like pay for them to do the show. I guess they buy they pay them basically. And they they provide the product. I guess that's what they sure. buy, it, right? And then they get the money from the revenue or the advertising, or they and they do promotion Perhaps. and stuff. So, anyways, and then there's part of Robinhood, you know, like the financial Robinhood event at one point owned them, and then they either got sold or something. But now, and everything they would always say, ah, this is the best one yet, T Boy, right? So they would they use this, um, they they shortened the best one yet to T Boy. And, oh. uh, yeah. I gotcha. And, I'm uh, following you. Yeah. Acronyms. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like this day of other stuff that they say on the show all the time. Anywho, uh, one of the things they said they were doing is like, the, like, and multiple people I've listened to say that they do podcasts. They like just riff before the show. And that's why I was telling jokes, like to get oh, us that's why in the jokes. mood, right? But they talk gotcha. about whatever and then they say, all right, let's go. And then they just start. I just mentioned this last week too. And one other thing he said was he stands when he does the show and he's all animated. And if you, if you listen to it, now they do a video of them recorded also. Uh, they're all wicked animated. So yeah, I'm going to probably bang the desk at some point, but you won't hear the, squ- the chair squeak. No chair squeaks. No chair. Maybe, maybe some shoe squeaks. Oh yeah. No, I don't, I got slippers on, so I don't have to, I could go barefoot too. So if that, if that becomes an issue. No, I got the LL Bean, like, uh, you know. Ones that are ubiquitous. I really only recently learned the difference between flip-flops and slides. Really? It's kind of obvious. Flip-flops are the same as thongs. Flip-flops are thongs. They have the divider between the big toe and the rest of the toes. I don't know who calls them thongs. Thongs are the ones that have the divider between the butt cheeks. (laughs) (laughs) Good segue, yes. Yeah. Segue? You have a a topic? Astute analysis. (laughs) I've never – and then I was like, wait, why are you talking about thongs? And they're talking, pointing at their feet. I'm like, what? Right. You call your flip-flops thongs? That's You're looking around thing. the beach. Yeah. <laughs> you want me to put one on? I don't understand. Right here? <laughs> sure. Okay. I've already got one on. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, now i got to stop saying that. So I've said it twice too many times tonight. Uh, I got a follow-up for last week's show, even though I haven't posted last week's show yet. Um. 
Fire away. I, as soon as we were done, I had a question, and it's regarding your mother's sudden uh, well, heart attack, right? Did you tell uh, the kids, yeah. your kids, and how did they react? Um, yeah, so it's all in your delivery, right? <laughs> if I may tell a short delivery. story about why I think a girl is now afraid of bugs for the rest of her life, but, you know, it's because we're sitting there. I know it's it's a weird. It's a. I'll come back. Okay. Oh, you I'm are really there taking with us a, on the bug detour. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm. We're literally sitting around outside. I've, it's like me. There's a mother right next to me. My wife is next to me, other side. And there's two. Our our daughter and her daughter is. They're sitting right from across, within arm's reach, sitting right from across, across okay. from us. A bug lands on the shirt of the girl that belongs to the other mother, and the mother basically. Has a panic attack, like leans over and it's like, there's a bug on you. There's a bug on you. There's a bug on you. There's a bug and starts screaming. And the girl basically burst into tears without knowing what was even happening almost <laughs> How- instantaneously. Got up screaming, it was like running in circles. And I, I look straight at the mother. I'm like, this is 100% your fault. <laughs> like, How old was the this girl? Is, this is out of control. She was like, I mean, it was literally like a cricket, you know, and. Uh, but, I don't know. Was it like last eight, week or like eight, years ago? Eight years old, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Couple, eight couple years, years ago. <laughs> it was absurd. So to answer your question about how my kids feel about. Oh, I, I see. I see how you're t- you're making it. They were almost too. as in. They were basically as indifferent as as I was. <laughs> oh, come on. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I said. I said. Listen, I'm going up to Vermont. Your grandma has had a heart attack. Um. There's a reasonable chance she may not come back. Oh my gosh, I'll, really? You know, we'll, we'll, we'll give you a call from there and I'll keep you updated. And then, so yesterday they actually came to visit my, we went to my, I brought the kids to visit her as well, uh, a little while ago after she got back. Okay. And they came to visit. She's doing way better. She's very, she's doing way better. Like she's okay. healing. The surgery's healing. She's very much her old self again. And more so, because there's much more blood in her brain. So now we're hearing oh, really? stories about... Th- we're hearing stories about things that happened. Like, she's back to her old storytelling self. Oh, which so, is, she, so she was affected nonsense. but didn't know? Like, oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. but you can... So you can notice. You definitely know. I definitely notice. Whoa, that's interesting. That's not a um, yeah. facet of this I would have expected. No. Well, I thought yeah, you were tell me she was, like, all weak and, like, you know, all that stuff. Well, that too. Right, things were slowing down a little bit. We probably should have noticed more. No, I mean, like after the surgery. Well, she is, but it, it's she's rapidly improving. Which is, you, after the surgery, you're all beat up because they they cut her literally from like her yeah. neck to her waist. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you can see it's it's this it's gross. No, I mean, it's, I'm good. It's yeah. cool. It's cool to imagine, but it's like. That frail old lady. Cool, but, uh, yeah, academically, well, it's, it's, that you can survive. I mean, I don't want to take over the whole show because it's your show. <laughs> yeah. But to, to answer your question, the kids didn't have much reaction. I mean, she showed up and I'm like, hey, kids, grandma's here. Remember grandma? She almost died a couple weeks ago. Remember? <laughs> here she is. She's cool now. And they're like, hi, grandma. Like, it's no real. They're bizarre. I don't know. So. <laughs> I actually felt I was I have a slight bit of not depression about this, but it is such a commonplace surgery nowadays oh, to no. have a to have a yeah. bypass that it's it's getting to this like it's getting so routine for these surgeons that 
as long as you're healthy enough to kind of go through the surgery and you can recover from it, which it's literally like a 99% recovery rate at this point. Yeah. Uh, it buys you 10, 20 more years, you know? Well, let's lean into the giant scar then, because that's not so appealing. Well, that's a little bit, that's a little bit hideous. Yeah, <laughs> well, I thought you were going to go the... into like, you know, so who cares what you eat? You can just get it fixed. I, I am going into it. I know. And that's, that's, that's exactly what I meant. That's, I know, but that's... Who cares, <laughs> who cares what you do with your life? Because you can literally just... Oh, you're being as long serious as you catch here? It in time. Yeah, but... <laughs> I'm not being serious in that that's what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm being serious in that we're giving people a way out. Yeah. I don't think we should let them die, uh, obviously. Yeah. No, it's the old thing, right? It here doesn't we, give much motivation. Here we go back to the ethical question about uh, public health care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. This is the, the American healthcare system is very reactionary. So we're really good at giving people bypass surgery yeah. after they've messed up. Right. Yeah. And I'm talking ill about my mom here, but she, to be, cause people don't, I'm not painting a great picture of her. She is like 110 pounds. Oh, really? In fact, right now she's like 102 pounds. Wow. Right? Okay. That's so good. that's not, not right? obese. We, no, no, we we had no idea, and she's relatively active. She's not like running marathons, but yeah. I want. I've always wanted to do more exercise. Well, but clearly she wasn't. Some there was something there. She sure. wasn't eating perfectly, or there's some hereditary thing. Like some people get heart disease from yeah, just genetics. Um, but yeah, so on the one hand, it's a great thing because we can extend the lives of many, many, many people very easily. It's commonplace. And on the other hand, there's no real incentive to be like, hey. <laughs> Keep yourself healthy, right? For the for the duration to get stay off all those other nasty things. Like I don't know, total tangent. But the kids, somewhat indifferent about it. Yeah, I got. So how did so something. you just told them like, hey, this is what's happening, and not like I don't. It's not. It's not worth it to me to be. To 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 uh, let's say project emotions onto other people yeah like you should feel sad about this you should be worried right i don't understand why you're not more worried well because that's a huge waste of time well that i agree it's like of course of course i'm worried like of course i'm worried about how she's gonna do but that takes you know you face that for some people deal with that anyone that's dealt with like issues like this for a long period of time eventually they they figure out a way to manage it hmm. but i don't know i don't know what to tell you no that's that's fine that's good it's like they anxiety were, versus no anxiety did they like write letters like here's a no or any of that stuff did you do any of that i mean i kind of wish they did but i didn't force them to it's not something yeah. they came up to on came up with on their own all right, right? yeah they don't yeah nobody asked to <laughs> You know, that's well, a, that's another thing they think is nurtured, right? And and I think about that a lot in mm, terms of, geez, yeah. you know, they're watching me, and I'm not like writing letters to sitting down with them at the table and be like, "We haven't written your aunt in so long. I'd love to hear about how she's doing." Yada yada yada. Here I am, typey typey type. So I do think about those things a lot. I, like I'm not exposing them to the behavior that I would like to see them, you know, doing. Yeah. As much as I should. All they see is like me after work. <laughs> right? They see a version of you uh, 
me coaching soccer, me taking pictures at their games, me biking around town, I guess. But they don't see some of the things that I probably want them doing more of, which is like. Oh, yeah, right. And this is too subtle, right? I think you're like writing letters or, you know. You know, that's a good point. But I mean, they see you do this pan mass thing, right? And you, they see you playing the piano and all that stuff and doing that. You've always made them a part of your like fundraising events. Like they used to draw pictures. Yeah, they did. Molly did. But even, no. but I think some of, I think some parents are much better at pulling the kids into this, like, Hey, let's make, let's make an afternoon out of this. And they have before, like yeah. we've written thank you letters and things like that. And they participate in the Christmas card kind of thing. Or they have when they were younger. Hmm. Right. And I have funny videos of them doing that. And, stamping things and but it didn't it hasn't carried forward as much as i probably would have imagined where they're like oh i miss so and so from camp i want to go write them letters right now they've done none of that yeah you know that's funny we my kids do a little of that but it's not because of me my wife has instilled any of that any of that has come from my wife and it's usually like i'm trying to think of when this happened this this summer one of my daughter's friends went away for a couple weeks she's like oh i want to write her a letter whatever and she would never have done it if my wife wasn't like, hey, you need to write that letter and it needs to be like right now because <laughs> it's not going to get there right. in time unless we send it like in the next 15 minutes. So uh, right. just the way the whole thing. And so she did. She sat down with a crayon and a piece of paper and wrote, hey, you know, Twilligress or Beatrice, I'll, I'll see you, you know, miss you. I hope you're having fun at camp, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, and on the one hand, it's like, why pressure them? Yeah. But on on the other hand, I don't think I'm demonstrating enough. Mm. Like sometimes I want to be somebody different just so that they'll be that. They'll see more of that possible person. Yeah. Right? A bit contrived. I want to act. You know, we joked. So (laughs) side note, like this this legitimately – made me feel better today when this kid so we're at work today tell oh, yeah. and i apologize if yeah. you're listening <laughs> I feel like a- <laughs> but like the guy and uh, the small chance he listens to this show like super small chance but if he does you know it just uses this as a life lesson full i'm grown sure he's man. a lot yes yeah you know full-grown young 20s man but yes you know he, he's very i think he's a smart guy and all this stuff had these shoes on, these very colorful uh van- Yeah, how would you vans. describe – I mean, what would be one word if you were to use to describe the color arrangement of those shoes? Rainbow. I mean, they were all different colors, right? It was like – They're clown av- shoes. Oh, cl- They were okay. clown shoes. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, they looked like clown shoes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Especially with – right. as you were going to describe, the laces <laughs> yeah. like seven feet longer than they needed to be. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like if you put them on one of my kids, that would have made the – clown costume right because that would have been the end of the clown. so yeah okay. clown shoes and they were laced all jacked up like we like it, it can't really paint the picture you had to look at them but they were laced uneven it looked like holes were skipped the whole thing and then the laces were huge and they were untied and that's why i pointed out I'm like hey you're i always say your ties are unchewed and that's my hilarious ties thing are yeah. um Oh yeah, I know. And, and he's like, and he tries to time. He's like, I think I need a double knot him. And it was the worst double knot you ever seen. It didn't stay. Like instantly fell apart. We were both. Really, was, we both yeah. were so astonished <laughs> that we didn't say. Anything. We like looked at each other like, because is that he, just real? Is he putting us on? Like he did. <laughs> he did. So so many people learn to tie their shoes different ways. Right? Yeah. So you do the you do the over under pull tight. Mm-hmm. 
and then you do a bow, yeah. and you loop the bow, and you pull the bow through, and you tug it tight. Yeah. And then when you go in for round two and you want to do a double knot, yeah. and you even put it into words after, right? <laughs> you take, you treat the two bows as if they're just laces. Yeah. One lace single, each, and you yeah. tie it in another over-under knot yeah. and pull it tight. He did this thing where <laughs> he treated the two bows like they were four different laces. Yeah. And like individually tried to pull them through each other, yeah. let go of it, and it <laughs> fell apart. <laughs> Immediately. I just was like, what? I mean, this is a basic, super basic, you're going to kindergarten, first grade life skill, right? Like, and he had, didn't have it. So, ah, man, for all the like hard, all the stuff we're talking about, right. le- letters, and we gotta get some of these basics down, right? And, you know, like I said, this kid probably has wonderful memories, different lessons that he knows from his parents that I don't know. So I'm not like trying to, but. Well, there's a, yeah. yeah. It goes comical. There's it a famous funny. like basketball coach, I think. Maybe it was the Celtics coach. I'm making this up, but we can probably Google it. Yeah. Who was, who was like at the first practice, he does a whole lesson on tying your shoes. Oh, really? And this carries, this carries over well to everything we complain about because the kids at soccer never have their shoes tied. Yeah. And every once in a while, I, I should go just look it up because I've tried, I've actually lately, I've tried tying my shoes different ways and like, because I tie them, I do this the over-under thing, and then I do the loops. And then the loops will hang sideways, and it's annoying. I'm like, wait, why does the loop go up-down instead of perfectly left-right the way I want it to? Yeah. And it changes. It's because of the way the knot interacts with the other knot. So if you if you do the first loop the opposite way, yeah. like you do the over-under the opposite way, yeah. and then tie the loop the same way, it'll it'll lo- rotate the loops. But the, yeah. So I think this... The basketball di- coach goes over like, yeah. you know, this is it's- how you tie your shoes before your game each way, every way to make sure they fit right. They're, you know, everything's tension right and that they won't come undone. And this is like. So it's Bill Walton learned it. And, yeah. and he tells it that he was taught by UCLA coach Bruins, UCL Bruins coach John Wooden. And so Bill Walton tells about how John Wooden. Yeah, I, f- I Googled it like instantly and it right. came up. But yeah, and the difference, it's to be technical, it's the difference between a square knot or a reef knot and a granny knot. The granny one is the one that's tied. You want to take the same thing and go over both times. And then it's a, right. it's a technically a reef knot or what we commonly call a square knot. This is the Boy Scout in me now that I've learned a little Boy Scout stuff. Um, yeah. So. Tying the shoes, man. It's the, it's the little things. So I don't know, man. I'm not great about the personal correspondence. To be honest, I don't, not, but I'm well, not stressed about it. And beyond that, just any other example of things that I think they should be doing. Yeah. And like, here's what I'm really bad at. And I feel like I'm really bad at. And this is something I need to work on. And I try to work on. And every time it comes up, like my wife's birthday is Monday. Uh-huh. I did all the shopping today on Amazon. <laughs> Like, and I got my kids involved, none whatsoever. And this is, and she's going to know. And I mean, I'm going to, I, right. but the thing is like, I'm leaving Friday to go away till either Sunday or Monday. So like, I don't have time to go with the kids anywhere. So I should have been planning this a month ago and been like, Hey kids, what do you want to do for your mom's birthday? Instead, we're going to be like, what do you want to do? Oh, I'll get her the Starbucks card, right? The Starbucks, because we always get her a Starbucks card and she loves Starbucks, right? Like, so she gets like, it's a thing we get her and it's, it's, so at least they know that she likes Starbucks. That much is right. But the fact is like, oh yeah, her birthday's tomorrow or here it is today. And we're going out like that's that. I hate that part about like, I don't do any better planning. And I, you know, I, I thought about it for like a half hour today and I came up with some, 
good, well, not great gifts, but like some decent stuff that I think she'll enjoy. And, uh, but it's like, we gotta work on, that's one thing I, I really wish I could work on with my kids. Well, you got time to give them assign- some assignments while you're gone. No, but they're all coming with, like, we're all going to visit, we're going to see my parents this weekend, like, and oh, my cousin stuff. So we're all gonna, and we're gonna be, like, away, out of, we're up in North, like, uh, up in New York, so we're gonna be out well, of, Well, they like, could bring, you know, for the motor coach ride, they can bring some clipboards and some paper yeah. and markers and stuff. I love, I do like the handmade cards. Those are my Oh, favorites. the cards, yeah. Yeah, but my kids Especially are a little bit old for, like, I drew you a picture for your birthday, so. No, they're not. My son will still do, <laughs> son loves doing that. My fourteen-year-old will sit down uh, and draw yeah. endlessly a birthday card for his mom. But it's also like, hey, think about what your mom likes, what your mom's interests, what you know, and so, and then they're like, oh, I want to buy her diamond earrings. And like, whoa, whoa, All right. yeah. <laughs> let's go with Cuba Zirconia. Yeah. Check our back back to the, the uh, <laughs> bank accounts here for either. Who's our last name? Uh, Walton. Settle down. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's something I wish I was better at. Should right. do a whole segment on what I wish I was better at. Okay, take over. So Jason it's a new, sh- a new. <laughs> Sorry about that whistle. That didn't work. Uh, anyways, first day of school today. My kids are in, like this. Isn't the, this is a different subject? I'm gonna get. I want to get into Boy Scout camp. That's my like, my main thing. Well, there's two other things. Um, but first day of school today for my kids. Right. So they're in this brand new building. They've been in it for two days. Sorry, it was the first day for half for my eight. Eighth grader and my tenth grader. They're both in uh, my. The way my district does it is they send all the elementary kids and the seventh and ninth graders back on the first day, and the eighth graders and the tenth, eleventh, twelfth have the first day off, if you will, um, so that the seventh graders can get acclimated to their new building, and the ninth graders can get acclimated to their new building without the other classmen in it, right? But the uh, so yesterday the elementary school, brand new building. First day, first time for school, right? I get an email today. I don't even know if I should bring it up on the show, but I'm going to anyways. I get an email tonight at 6.30. We've had both our two elevators were vandalized with swastikas. Wow. I'm like, what the heck? The building's been open two days. But it gets better. Now, this happened multiple times last year in the bathroom, one of the yeah. bathrooms that I don't know if I mentioned on the show. I know I've told you in person, but, uh, and then the district will send me an email. But reminder, this is a hate speech, blah, blah, blah. We're going to get the superintendent and the police are involved as we can, blah, blah, blah. Obviously there's no cameras in the bathroom. Um, but they seem impossible to figure out any idea who it would be. Okay. It gets even better this time though, because they said in the email, no students have had access to the elevators yet. Really? Again, brand new building. But the public has been in and out of the building last week because of this. And, you know, it was open for people to come. And so, like, if you were the district, what would you do at this point? Like, would you keep sending these emails out for one? Especially uh, this one, last one. Like, to me, I'm like, you know- stop sending emails. You're just encouraging people to do this thing. Right. right, you're you're on the side of like quit drawing attention to it. That's what it's for. But <sighs> yeah, that now I, think, I am. I, for you know, sure. they, they have some weird policy where I think they, I'm guessing where they, if they yeah. define it as some kind of hate thing, then it gets classified and they need to notify people. And uh, oh, really? And so it's, you think it's I, like I'm guessing policy, or they feel or like they do. You know, they feel like they do, so they do. Yeah, like you know, it's like we get those weird emails about. 
oh, there was an ambulance at the school today and it took away a kid and the kid's at the hospital. All the other kids are fine. And it's like, what? Why are you? <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's because. That's true. Those are a little weird too. It's because if yeah. you, if they didn't send out the email, they get all these crazy phone calls from parents. So we're like, why didn't you tell us the yeah. school was filled with Nazis? Right. <laughs> like, but that's the thing. I, this one, she even says, no student has been exposed to this yet that we know of, right? So how would oh, it, you mean, you mean, you mean seen it? Yeah, right. Well, the, the language she used was exposed to this, right? Right, so, right. right. I like, thought you yeah. meant like it wasn't the students that did it because they well, I also don't think it could have been either. Uh, well, then I'm not sure if the elevators are just there and open or if they need access to them. My understanding is because I do know one, uh, I know one of the teachers and she put her kid in the elevator and it's like, Hey, your dad's at the bottom. Like, um, because it's a new building, people are getting lost, whatever. So she, I think she had to like card the elevator open and then like, you know, access card to it. I don't think any kid can just be like, Hey, I'm in the elevator and just push all the buttons. Right. So that's the whole thing's weird. Last year I was like, stop sending these emails. You're just like enticing people to like, Hey, let me get the email sent today. Especially this one now. This, I'm just, is a, this is a bad time for me to complain about just take the stairs because I hate the idea that school even really has an elevator. Well, I mean, if it has an elevator, it should be like the wheelchair people have well, cards that, that's for. What it, that's what it's for. It. Yeah, it's for. Yeah. Like the old school didn't have any um, – Right. It, was, it wasn't – what is it called? It's not called disability anymore. It's called accessibility, right? It didn't have accessibility or whatever accessibility. it was. So, yeah. So, like if you w- – if you were in a wheelchair or whatever, you had to go outside to switch floors in that building. Like there was no way to do it inside the building. So that was part of this building, right? It's three stories. Now they have three, two, two schools joined and they added a, um, a daycare center in it. So it's much bigger building. And they have like the one school's on the third floor, one school's on the second floor. And the first floor is like all the common stuff. So I, I understand the elevator, but I'm, I also understand that kids can't just like go in it willy nilly. So this is sort of a weird, super weird thing. I guess maybe you're right about it having to trigger some sort of, I just think they should figure out like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You could have, you can have cameras and I'm a little surprised they don't have cameras in the elevator. Right. Uh, yeah. Right. Hmm. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, no, I did. I forgot. I had a funny joke and I forgot what it was. Yeah, a funny joke on a swastika story. I don't know. I want to see well, this one. More about the school. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I was like, well, that's cool. You got like new building. Like you're going to have AC and stuff because it's been hot, right? And like, well, the old, yeah. you know, they, they told us we have to keep all the doors closed. And everything. It's all geothermal. It's like a net, net zero right. green building. And so I have solar and it's geothermal heat and all this. And my kids were like, the building Heat was either pumps. like super yeah. hot or super cold. There was no like normal. Well, I mean, this is, this is a big challenge, right? Cause, and I don't know how much they test these things, but it always, it, it's always such a joke to me. And I have another side story about this. Cause we had, you know, we had a thing at a, at a job I used to work where we were buying this. It was a big 3d printer. So it's a big 3d printer but it was a big, like, resin-based one, mm-hmm. so it does uses lasers and stuff. And I was, because it's a startup company, I was kind of like the facilities guy, because I'm the IT guy, so I did everything, everything basically. So the guy who, who we bring in this, like, HVAC guy, because the printer's going to go in this smallish room, specialist room, all by itself. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, the BTUs on this thing, blah, blah, blah. I'm running the numbers, this and that. You got to put in this this kind of unit. I'm like, this thing is enormous. Like, are you out of your mind? <laughs> that 
He's like, yeah, but that's what the card says on the printer. It's rated this way. I'm like, have you never done this before? Like, it was crazy. This guy has, you know, 30 years of experience, whatever. But all he does is read the little plaque on the machine and transfer the number over to this thing. And he wants to install this this unit that can turn the thing into like a freezer, you know. <laughs> and anyone with common – anything with any sense knows that like – the machine isn't going to be maxed out 24-7 at its highest setting, oh, pumping out of the every heat. ounce of heat that it can. Like, yeah. if you put that giant air conditioner in here, and it's a small space, like, it's going to be blowing ice-cold <laughs> air for five seconds and then turn off again. It's going to cycle like yeah. crazy. But anyway, the point is, like, how do you test new buildings but i think they'd get better at this right because it's like these buildings are going to be filled with people and the people are going to be moving around and the people are like little heaters yeah yeah, yeah. so the the systems get out of balance if they don't move enough air and it's kind of like well the key to balancing this out is just to make sure it's like there's enough air movement like you're cycling the air fast enough but i don't know why they can't get it right it's so strange well they did warn them they like we the system has to learn so now the Right. HVAC systems have to learn or something. So I don't, don't, don't I don't even know. <laughs> that's, that's that, that's that guy. That's, they're relaying what that guy was telling them. Oh uh-huh. yeah. This thing's got to learn for a couple of months before it gets it right. It's like, no, it doesn't. You're that crazy. seems weird to me. It's like thermostats it's and. In, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. Like this room is too hot. Cool it down. This room is too cold. Warm it up. Like, come on. But really. Like you said, you this just, feels like a problem we've solved already. It feels like a problem we solved. It's again, it's obvious engineering stuff. If the building is well insulated, it doesn't lose heat to the outside or cooling to the outside. Mm. So if you fill it with a bunch of little heaters, the key is to cycle out that heat as quickly as you can. So like the the core principle here is you've got to circulate air as quickly as you can. You can't have like you can't change the temperature in the space quickly enough. If you're not cycling the air fast enough with all the bodies in there, but whatever. Plus COVID, you know, it'd be good to get the air out of there. What's the over under on how many kids come down with COVID? Oh, geez. We are, my, my, my neighbor is a uh, teacher and he's already, he hasn't, he hasn't been in school yet. Well, somebody, either his wife or him has COVID and the, uh, and there's symptoms in the house. And so I'm like, and then my son's like, yeah, somebody wasn't there in, in, uh, the school today. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I don't know. Teacher's already out. I'm just like, come on, man. Look, we're really doing this already the first day of school. Just, I don't know. So, I guess we're just going to be over it. Um, Get over that. All right. So, big callback what here. Else, what else you got? Yep. This is a big callback. So, months ago, maybe, or I don't know, month, eh, yeah. Long time ago, you were complaining, or you said how you went to uh, scout camp, and you were complaining about the tents. You said these flimsy things, like there's no bottom. Yeah, yeah the canvas, the platform canvas tent. Yeah, I got to spend three nights in one of those lovely setups. Uh, yeah, this summer, three nights. Yeah, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, and. Uh, they weren't so bad. It wasn't great, but it wasn't so bad. But yeah, I had the mosquito net going and it was, it was, a uh, scout camp was something else. It was pretty interesting to see, go and like see this side of these, like either 11, 11 to like, 
the oldest kid there was maybe 16. Um, but it was just, it was really sort of a really, really interesting, like three days there because as a leader, I'm just there to like make sure the kids get up in the morning, make sure the kids go to bed at night, right? I don't really have any other obligations. I have to be, I'm supposed to go to like eat at the mess hall when it's time to eat at the meal times. Yep. But I don't do anything. Like for Boy Scouts, like the adults don't, don't do anything. There are other adults that are running stuff, but pretty much it's all run by like teenagers, the whole thing, which is another whole weird thing. But I was watching these kids and I was like sitting there and I'm like, who are these kids? Like my son is like on top of his schedule. He, he's running around doing all the things he's supposed to do. And I'm just like, how this is the same kid that like can't get out of bed or like cannot function at home. And here he is getting to three different, you know, sessions a day. And then he's doing this other thing. And I'm just like, what? So, um, yeah, I found that interesting. The Boy Scouts, it's weird. I don't, I don't know what makes them function out in the wild. Is it the lack of computers? Maybe I just couldn't. I think that's a big piece of it. It's kind of the lack of adult snagging as well. It, but I, I don't know, man. If I don't do anything, that'll never. Like, if I don't nag is at this home, the whole is this the whole show? Is this the whole show of Jason? You're no, just, no. I mean, well, I thought you were gonna like engage me more in the tents. Oh, you want me just, to be engaging? Just like, bl- no, I'm not gonna how tell much engagement you want. Well, it was callback because okay. you said you stayed in these tents and they were ridiculous. And I was like, okay. well, that I saw a picture of, I remember staying in them, but I saw a picture of them recently and it was just hilarious. Yeah. It's like, we can, we can do a little bit better than <laughs> canvas that doesn't even come close enough together to make an actual door. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, it was okay. <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it, the tent doesn't keep the bugs out, right? You got to put bug netting over the bed. I mean, yeah. Okay. So I, there's all kinds of different aspects of this whole week. Like I got to shoot shotguns and rifles and like, yeah, <laughs> I went quote unquote duck hunting on a rubber ducky, which was interesting. Uh, I hit it five times, four times, maybe five times. I can't tell. No. There's more than five holes in the thing. So any propane balloons? No, no propane balloons. No. Is that, that's too far for the Boy Scouts? You know, I, I was funny. I was telling a story there about how my son built this like retro pie video game thing, you know, travels, it's portable yep. and it's all in it. And I'm like trying to like, and it's in like this case that you get for using for like, uh, like, uh, like maybe like your camera. Qu- oh, wait, wait, this is scouts. It's a gun case that he put, that he repurposed. Right. This. I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, you guys don't care. Gun case. Right. Like everybody else be like, why do you need a gun case? You know, but no, they're like, right. I'm like, it's so weird. I'm terrible at shotgun. Like I need to have a lot more practice. Um, I just you haven't figured the rhythm to. out. <laughs> what? <laughs> my, I <hope> not. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't need to, but it's funny because like this kid, they're on the shotgun range and this kid in front of me, it's like 19 in a row. Pull, boom, pull, yeah. blammo, pull, blammo, 19 or 20 in a row or something. And the record was like 50 in a row for the week. And somebody else had done over 200 in a row. And there's not a small gun. Like the shotgun's like punching in the shoulder, right? Yeah, it's a yeah, big it's thing. Game. 200 shots in a row. And they're like, you know, it's like every 10 seconds tops. Like, I'm like, holy smokes, this is so loud. Um, I mean, we have your protection. It's interesting. And all that stuff, it's but. interesting that I I, re- I have those memories of scouts too, and actually, um, quite enjoyed the rifle range and the sh- you know the shooting range and the archery range and the shotguns and the rifles and I'm repeating myself, but 
Um, I'm very much against owning guns in general. Like, I definitely, I mean, I definitely wouldn't have any in the house. Yeah. Uh, for, you know, we could get into a whole number of reasons here. I am not, I don't get into this whole shtick where it's like, I need them to protect my family. Like, that doesn't feel legit to me at all. Sure, there are a handful of examples, right? What it feels like to me is that if I had a shotgun in the house, someone would shoot the damn thing is what's going to happen. Someone's getting shotgunned if I have someone. (laughs) Well, someone's going to find it and shoot it because what what do you do with a gun? You pick it up and you pull the trigger is what you do. Yeah. Can I I teach better gun safety? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's all well and good until (laughs) you have six beers in you and your friends are over. Oh, let me show you this thing. Let me show you my new toy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what they are. They're like, let's go, hey, come in the basement, check out all of my brand new guns. And it's like, that's, you know what? I can show them my bikes. And you might get your finger caught in the chain or something. No one's losing their face. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's, it's partly that, right? There's, there's a, whether it's me or it's the kids when they're older, or it's my wife or it's our friends or it's a babysitter. It doesn't matter. Like, you've got this thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In in the someone discovers it and they're like, "Ooh, amazing!" Right? Let's take it out and check it out. Uh, I won't. I, I I'm not gonna stupid. Right? And they get mad at you. Right? Yeah. Whoa! Be careful. Why wouldn't I be careful? Don't worry. I'm not gonna shoot you. And then they start joking around, swinging it past your face oh. and stuff. I wouldn't shoot you. Dude, that's not even. This, this is even just nothing remotely funny about any of this. But you know what I'm talking about. Oh, right? I know. Yeah, it's course. like well, that kind of behavior. Like, how, how? Why would you suggest something like that? I would never do anything like yeah. that. And they proceed to demonstrate how they're not doing it. Yeah. So they do. So, yeah, that's why, I mean, really, I just don't, there's no upside in it for me. Because there's the the likelihood, one, the like the likelihood that someone's going to break in and, and be out for blood, right? Just yeah. Just come here to kill us, right? <sighs> you know, it's like breaking into my house yeah. and we're gone. Okay, great. And that that's like... Um, you're going to break into your house and you're going to wake up, find your firearm and like <laughs> that's you get to defend threat. yourself. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I will tell you, I get slight. There's a mild concern because we do only have the one car. Our car is often gone while people are home. Like, oh, yeah. So, you know, if people, if someone was scoping out the house, right, you look for the vehicles to be gone, lights to be off kind of thing. But I tend, I'm home often when my wife is taking the car somewhere. And, you know, on occasion I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, I'm like home alone at night, no car in the driveway, prime target. <laughs> oh, do you think that you're going to get robbed because people think you aren't think nobody's home, home because there's no cars around? Huh, that's just no car in the driveway. Yeah. <laughs> it's occurred to me. I don't have a legit fear of it but it you know increases the the odds somehow but even then i don't think like i'd better go hang on to my shotgun <laughs> just in case <laughs> right that's not a that likelihood is not there like let me just load this baby up and maybe keep it cracked open by my side while i watch tv so i can snap it shut and swing it towards the door when someone knocks like what no it's insane it's not healthy thinking Yeah, I don't. I don't know. People love them. <laughs> so, well, I'm sort of saying both. Yeah. Like they are 
kind of cool, but that's the problem. Like, oh yeah, 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 the the mechanism, the machinery, the, the they look cool. They make you feel super powerful because you can hit stuff from yeah. really far away. Yeah, you know, I mean that the bow is the same way. It's like this is super cool because I can shoot stuff from really far away and shoot propane balloons and watch them explode. But <laughs> and you know, and and even that is like, all right, we shouldn't really. The the only upside to the bow is right. The combat bows are set so so high up, like the kids can't pull them. <laughs> oh, so there's not yeah. much chance of them. Yeah. <laughs> and it's complicated, right? We've gone through this on the show, but yeah, yeah. The the, the shotguns not, are the shotguns are weird. Like I understand the rifle, right? Like I can get the like. It's it's the rifle seems like well, I mean the shotgun's a skill also. It's a close I don't know, range maybe, thing. I mean, the, yeah. well, the bird shot, right? It's meant for kind of, when you, when you shoot skeet, I guess, hitting skeet with a rifle. No, <laughs> yeah, right. Impossible. But hmm. I don't know. The whole thing is just, the whole, the whole thing is just super weird for me. Like, I don't, I, I think it's because I don't like see myself eating a duck. <laughs> right? Like, I have. You ever had duck? I have, but like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But I have eaten duck. I just don't see myself. It's just another pile of meat, dude. But I wasn't spitting out pieces of birdshot, right? Like, well, <laughs> I'm sure there's a way you can get those out with a magnet or something. Um, yeah, I like my meat processed from a factory, right? That's the book I was just listening to about. Uh, it's I think it's called "What We Owe the Future." Mm. Oh yeah, you've talked about this book. Yeah, yeah, they talked a lot about. Um, well, you know, he got into ethics and, and sustainability and things like that. But there's a lot to consider with. I mean, there's a lot to consider with eating meat, just besides the environment as well. Not just like, oh, I mean, even eggs. Like, I eat a ton of eggs, and even the sort of that what they do to the chickens to get them to keep laying eggs and the conditions they live in is not great. We've talked about dairy cows, dairy, you know, I think milk, oh, it's just cow's milk, but the dairy cows don't have a great life. We've talked about this. You're like, yeah, they do. They wander around the farm. Most of them do not. Pigs, pigs have a pretty terrible life. Uh, I mean, so mm-hmm. roosters, you know, if a roosters are killed almost immediately, right? And then the way they kill them is pretty terrible too. Like the way the factories kill chickens for food is pretty terrible. Oh, I don't want to. Yeah, don't bring me down, man. There's a lot of suffering, right? Well, if you got to think about these things, you asked how my mom was doing. I'm asking how the chickens are doing. <laughs> my chickens are doing great. We think we have one that's like on its way out, about to die. We think one's losing its mind. <laughs> These are old chickens that aren't even laying eggs anymore. So I'm like, what the heck am I feeding these stupid things for? Right, yeah, what are you feeding them for? Just like uh, set them free, open the hmm. open the door. Or if you want to do it like the factory, then you hang them on a conveyor belt upside down and you run their heads. Come on, through man! Electrified- what is? I didn't even hear what you said. Through what? Through electrified water. They, oh uh, gosh, dude! And then if they miss. If they miss the water, like somehow they don't dip their head in the water, then I think then they go through like kind of a saw that just lops off their head. Uh, yeah. Why they have to 
dunk them upside down in the electrified water first. I don't know. Probably to get them to stop moving, moving so the saw can more cleanly cut their head off. Yeah. Right? I don't Delicious. know, man. I don't have any, I don't have the answers for you. All I know is that scout camp, man, I was so impressed with the kids. They were responsible. They were doing the thing they needed to do. Yeah, that was the moral um, of your story. They yeah. Had, they had. Uh, there was one thing, though, that drove me freaking crazy. Um, yeah. They have what's called a waiter. So every meal, a waiter is assigned per table. Yeah. So the waiter would be, and that's, the waiter goes and basically gets all the food. When it's time to bring up to go get the food, he goes to get the food. If there's a dessert to bring back to the table, he goes and gets the dessert, brings it back to the table. Um, and if, yeah, and then they're responsible for cleanup at the end, right? But what the kids would do, there'd be a bunch of stuff on the table, right? Like one night it was tacos, right? So you have a bunch of toppings for tacos. You have cheese, you have the meat, blah, blah, blah. So the waiter goes, okay, waiter goes and gets the meat, brings the meat. All the other toppings are back on the table. None of the kids knew to pass the plates around, pass items around. I was like, come on, guys, pass the stuff around, pass the stuff around, like keep the dishes moving. They They would just, yeah, yeah, whatever was closest to them, they would put on their plate and then that was the end of it. And I'm like, come on, pass the whatever, pass the whatever. (laughs) This was a bonkers thing. Like nobody did it and any meal. And I sat at all the different tables, like three tables for our group. They don't want to be, they don't want to be first. Like it's, I mean, that's a big, your kid's going to be a sophomore. Yeah. A rising sophomore. He started. He is a sophomore, I should say. My kid's a freshman. Every once in a while, I think they're they're really growing up. And then other times, you see them with each other, and it's like, what are you guys doing? Like, they, they, they were hanging out yesterday. Big group. And I witnessed some of it. And it, and it's they didn't really talk to each other. They were near each other. They were playing. They were swimming. They were playing soccer. But... Like, no one really took an initiative. Like, it was hard for any one of them to be like, let's do this. Or, hey, so-and-so. Like, actually say someone's name, especially (laughs) cross-gender. Like, the boys and the girls didn't (laughs) talk to each other much less. And if they, if they wander off, it's, it's, the girls will decide to do something together. So it's really cross-gender is what I mean. The girls will decide, like, hey, we're going to go, let's go play some soccer. And they'd run off together. Mm. the girls and the boys would be left behind to be like what should we do maybe we should also play and then they'd go or something yeah but it's they wouldn't it's bizarre so i I see similar things happening where it's like um you know i definitely want the stuff it's like sitting at thanksgiving with your grandparents you know grandma's got the plate of rolls in front of her that i want and i'm gonna be like grandma can i have a roll and she'll be like, what? You know, <laughs> and you have to repeat yourself six times. That's the ask. Like, What's the magic that's- word? <laughs> <laughs> but that to me is yeah. like, you just take whatever plates in front of you or closest to you and you start it moving. And, uh, yeah, just oh, like yeah, you pass it. You just pass yeah, it. Yeah. Just so yeah. that everybody gets a chance to have everything. It was so weird. Or somebody's serving. Well, off that's, the that's the plate. selfishness. Instead of, instead of passing what they have, they're only looking yeah. at what they want and they're too scared <laughs> to ask for it. Uh, yeah, so that was a weird, that was a weird thing that was happening. I'm like, huh, no one's passing anything. All right, well, pass no everything, one's... guys. Let's go. Let's go. Let's I'm keep this moving. I'm hungry. Yeah, I want a bit of everything. <laughs> or they would, you know, here. they'd take it and they'd feed the four people nearest them and then put it down. And the other four people at the table are like, 
Hello. Hello. <laughs> Come on. Move it Selfish. along. Oh, man. So, so yeah. there's still some like craziness, but like then how functional they were, it was, it was pretty cool. And like, so you can see some kids are just like super lazy and they don't do anything extra. They just come every time it's like, cause after lunch every day, it was like, go back to your site and clean your site and then you could win the golden broom, which whoever right. was site was cleanest or whatever. And some kids will go back and they'll like neaten up their area and do that. And other kids will just sit there. And like one kid started giving me lip about it after. I'm like, yeah. And then I clean. He's like, oh, it's cleaned up. I'm like, dude, I told you like four times there was t- all this paper, all this junk on this table. I cleaned it all up after you left. No, we took. I'm like, dude, I'm telling you, you left it all there. You were just sitting there with all these other kids. I'm like, why are you giving me the attitude, dude? Uh, so, yeah, what's the well? What's the scout way to uh, ridicule him? Is there a special scout way? Uh, I don't know. Can Is you there... make him do push-ups? Like, well, how's he uh, sh- They can't do all that stuff anymore. None of that stuff. No, that, that won't work. <laughs> to get out the old switch. But you know, here's the other thing, though, and this is a weird part. Like, I was in. Adult, I was a. Where there were two other adults, right? Um, I was the. Uh, Least mature? No, no, no. But I was the only, and then, then I left on Wednesday and two other adults came, right? And I asked my son later, like, did any of the other adults? And he's like, you're really the only one that will talk to us. <laughs> Cause I like <laughs> every time I would like, oh, it's, you know, it's, and the other guy would interact some, but I'm like, I'm always like, Hey, what, what are you up to? What do you got going on today? What's your schedule? Like, Hey, you know, oh, and then there was like a triathlon one day. And I'm like, yo, you should, I'm t- leaning on my son. I'm like, you should do the triathlon. My son and his, his best friend are there. And I'm like, yo, you should do the triathlon. You both, you guys are going to run away with this thing. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. I'm like, fine. Just go to the sign up thing. It's after lunch tomorrow. Just go to the sign up. See what the field looks like. Right. Yeah, so right. I can get my son to do it. My other, the, my son's friend did crushed it. He's like, he's like, I beat the kid, the next kid by six minutes. And I set the record for the summer, not (laughs) not the all time record, but he's like for the, uh, and he's like, if I was on my own bike, I would have easily set the whole, the whole record for the, right. Cause they're just on these like crappy bikes that camp provides. But I'm like, like, I don't understand. That's the part I understand about the adults. I'm like, if you volunteer to go do this and hang out with these kids, like, don't you want to interact with them? I like, I always want to like, just goof with them, tell stupid dad jokes, ask them what they're doing. Hey, what knot are you learning? Like, can you tie this knot? Like, I don't know, man. I just do not understand why adults that like volunteer for these things and then just can't be bothered. Like, they just, I'm like, there's a couple of times, a couple of kids were having a bad, there was a new, two new kids. Like, they're 11 years old, right? They're going to be in sixth grade. They've never been to sleepaway camp yet. We arrive on the first day. It's Sunday. It's like 98 degrees and it's like every 10, like 10 minutes of every hour. It's just a torrential downpour and we got all kinds of delayed checking in. So we had to be at dinner at, I think it was six o'clock and we basically got to our campsite at 545 and we had to be at the camp at one. So for like four and a half hours, we were like, monkeying around trying to get checked in. You have to go through the med tent. You have to go through and give all your like, um, medicines to the, the medical facility. Then you go down to the waterfront and everybody takes a swim test in case they want to do water activities later. And then you go from there and you, or well, you're supposed to get your picture taken before going to the water. We waited like an hour for the picture. It wasn't happening. So then we just went and did the water. And then we get out and then the, these two 11 year olds are like, what? And then they had to turn around and we had to go right to dinner. And then right from dinner to this campfire, or it was like a chapel thing and then the campfire. 
And then, and then right from the campfire. And now it's like nine o'clock at night. These kids are 11 years old. They're smoked. Like they're exhausted and they got to go back and set up their campsite. And they're like, yep. Dude's flipping out. Yeah, the kid lost it at dinner and it was the whole thing. But I'm just like, and nobody really wanted to engage with the kid. I'm just like, I don't know this kid from Adam, but I guess I'll handle it, right? I'm just like, and then he's like, oh, just ask a camp, ask a camp counselor to help him out. I'm like, all right, man, whatever. I'll do it. I don't know. (laughs) This whole thing. I'm still like, I'm I've, I've told you, I think, um, you know, this is one of these, another one of these FOMO things yeah. torn on. But I, I think I, when we're pushing the kids to their limit, I think, uh, my kids. Yeah. I oh. always, there's always a little bit more. There's always a little bit more you can introduce, but like we pushed, we pushed music and then the music fell apart. You know, they bailed out. They're not doing it. Uh, so they're, they're kind of at their capacity. It's interesting. Like, I don't know what else I could add. My son's doing soccer and he is, as you said, smoked like every day, yeah. and it's he's he's getting fitter as a result, but he doesn't try any less hard with each practice either. So he's just as tired, <laughs> right? You, yeah. we, we couldn't. I don't see how we could add something else during the week, and I know the weekends are going to be packed full with homework and recovery and family things. So it's like. I don't know how much else I want to stuff in there. It's, yeah. it's one of these things where we've, we've tried more activities and I think we actually need to keep it in check for now. Um, but yeah, yeah scouting yeah. was one of those things that would have been fun. And instead we just sent them away to summer camp so I don't have to volunteer. Well, you know, I, I, I'm glad we did scouts because my son doesn't really do sports. So it's not like a, this is what, you know, he, he, he does track, right? Well, he's cross country? country now. Yeah. But I mean, Yes, but you know, he misses. So uh, the other thing I was going to talk about, I don't even know if we have time. What do we have? Oh, we got time. A few minutes. So the week after scout camp, we, I went on a 35 mile hike with my son, Jason and Nathaniel. I've mentioned Nathaniel on the show and he's my son's best friend. He was at camp at scout camp and he was the one that crushed the triathlon. Um, he, he said he wasn't, he was the first out of the water, but he wasn't the first on the bike. And then he beat the other kid by six minutes and the kid was like all talk and he just was like, went by him and he's like, have a nice ride. And he just blasted by. <laughs> and not only that, but then he like went wrong at the end. So he had to run longer or something. He missed a turn because he beat the people to the like turn and he went a different way. And, right. um, so my son, Nathaniel and myself and my dad went on a 35 mile hike of the Northville Placid Trail, which goes from Northville, New York to Lake Placid, but we only did 35 miles of it, which is like it's a 140 mile trail. My dad's been like piecemeal through hiking this thing. So hike here, day hike here, day hike there. He said the next section was three days. So we've been trying to plan this since like 2019. Finally got it done this year. And it was funny because again, my dad, I told my dad, I'm like, you and I are just along for the ride at this point. Like these kids, the the boys are going to be doing everything. And sure enough, it was very interesting how, um, when we got to camp, they knew what to do. Like Nathaniel, Nathaniel would immediately set up the like, um, the bear bag line. Uh, and then my son would, he would start in on dinner. He would like, because we boiled water, we had like these freeze dried meals things for dinner and stuff. And, uh, so he, he started in on like cooking, like getting the water prepped and all that stuff. Well, first off, he started off to get my dad a cup of coffee. My dad was like, need a cup of coffee in a half hour. So he would recover for a bit. And I just was like, 
All right, well, I'll go down to the water and get water because we had to like filter all this water. So I would fill up all the yeah. bags to filter. And then my, my, my son would cook with some of the water I brought back. And, uh, but it was, it, you know, they set up their camp. We sit in lean twos, but they were like, it was, it was pretty cool. It was a really good experience. We had a really good time. Um, and, and the other thing is my son was just a completely different kid in both experiences in the camp, scout camp and on the, uh, on the trail right. for two days and just a night and day different kid. It was, it was, it was so funny. Um, it was good too. And yeah. It was no it was, technology. Yeah. Well, we maybe you should just live in the woods outside the house. You know, I, I don't know. Cause today, like, I picked him up from first day, right? And I'm like, by the time in the eight minutes I got home and then the five minutes he interacted with my wife, I was trying to strangle him. He just was like, I don't know what he was like, not telling me the truth about stuff. I'm like, You're, who was in your class? Nobody. Nobody's in my class. I'm like, what do you mean nobody? <laughs> you have a class with anybody you know? No, no. And I get home and Holly's like, yeah, he's class with, you know, Joe and Jim. I'm like, what? He's two classes with Joe. I'm like, how is he not telling me? Why did he tell me he's nobody? And then he wouldn't tell yeah, us. It's like a weird schedule. He's just like, I'm like, what the heck, man? Like, what are you, where do you get, why are you doing this? Like, you just, uh, it was such a weird vibe. It's boring. I mean, who wants to tell, right? You get home, they get peppered with questions. Like, I've been in school all day. I guess. Ugh, why do I need to relive it all just for you? Well, I mean, I was trying to give him like bunnies, like who's in your class that I know. And I'm literally, no, and I'm like literally naming all the kids and like that I could think of that I've ever met that's right. in his grade. None. <laughs> He's like, well, I'm like, well, if that's true, then no wonder you hate school because you don't know anybody there. <laughs> so I gave him the like thing you tell the kindergartner. I want you to come home tomorrow with two names of people you've met. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I literally yeah, said that's it not going to go well. I know, but I'm like, I, yeah. I'm trying to lay off on the inquisitions just for that reason because he's just so swamped. I guess maybe I should just. But like, I'm trying to aid in other ways. Like, so I figure I think I figured out. I talked to the school, and he's going to leave his Chromebook at school. He doesn't have to take it home. Yeah. So that he can bring it to the office and plug it in in the literally. Yeah, like he can just leave it in the office and plug it in here. I'm like, okay. So after school every day, he's going to go plug in his Chromebook, and then when he gets to school, he's going to go get it. So. You won't have to carry it home. Seems like an extra kind of thing to do, but it's more junk. And I'm really, really, really anxious about the number of, you know, on the one hand, I'm thinking to myself, wait, we got this orientation and, the, and they said everything's in Google Classroom. Like, great. He doesn't have to bring anything to school. Like, it should, their goal should be zero equipment. Their, their goal should be like, no backpacks. Who would go to and from the school? Who says this? This is what the school said? Well, the school said all the teachers use Google Classroom. Oh. Yeah, but... but they should have nothing? <laughs> like, I'm saying this. Yeah, oh. they should have, like, nothing. They should have digital <laughs> textbooks. They should have everything. Well, what about, what, what about they, um, the, whatever they access Google Classroom with? That's the Chromebooks they leave at school, basically. Oh, I mean, he, he, they could bring their Chromebooks oh. back and forth. He has a computer at home he can use. But, oh, uh, entitled. You know, the I problem mean, is... Uh, what? <laughs> not, not entitled. What's the... That's what I'm looking for. Bring, yeah, but bringing the single Chromebook back yeah. and forth is yeah. much better than bringing a history book, a math book, a this book, yeah. another book. Like, the assignment should be in there and then a giant folder filled with papers of all the handouts. Like, <laughs> we'll see how it is, but... yeah. Um, Dude, by the end of the year got, last year, none of my kids could fit their clo closer books, the closer oh, backpacks. Crazy. I'm like, why do you have all this paper? Like, I might need it. 
Yeah, he says to me, I need a new folder because my folder from last year wrecked my papers. I'm like, no, it didn't. <laughs> you cramming it full of every paper from the entire year is what wrecked your papers. Oh, like, man. So that was a weird discussion. <laughs> we'll see. We They start tomorrow. He's got a soccer game the first day of school and a away game. That's crazy. So it'll be school bag on the front. No, school bag on his back. Soccer bag on his front. This is how he goes to school. <laughs> mm. Bike into school. And then I guess he'll take his school bag with him to the soccer game. That part I don't know. He'll take the bus there. I'm going to bike over there to watch the game. Take the bus home again. And that's that. And then he'll arrive home sometime later after the bus arrives. Because, you know, I'm not picking him up. As you know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yes, I know. Yeah. That's All right. What happens when it gets dark and snowy? The, um, that's a good question. We'll we'll cross that bridge when we, come, when we get there. All right. Basically, the sheer number of people that are picking up other kids, there's plenty of room for him to get a ride. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. There I are so I, many. I support that. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like we could trade and carpool or something, but it's like every individual kid is getting in a single car. It's absurd. It's like they all called Ubers, which they essentially <laughs> did by texting their parents from the bus. We're here oh, now. Come and get me. Yeah. Free Uber. <laughs> yeah. Free Uber. All right. Give the music. Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search Dads Being Dads Podcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.